Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. What's up, everybody? Good to see you. Glad to have you right here on the live stream. The Egg Bowl just finished, literally just finished on the, the, the final sequence, whatever the officials were doing, making them play an untimed down in a 10-point game. I mean, I guess they have to do that. I guess they have to do it. I don't know any other reason why they would do that. But after that ended, the game has now ended. So just give me one second here. Give me one second. Let me share this. Um everybody can uh, can join in all right live now post egg bowl show welcome in my name is michael borky and i'm really happy to see you guys on this thanksgiving night really happy to see you guys a couple of points of order for you as uh hopefully people start trickling in here it's uh first of all very happy thanksgiving to all of you i hope Wherever you are, wherever you've been, however you are, you um, had a great day and um, a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope your in-laws didn't give you too much trouble. (laughs) I know mine certainly did not. Uh, It was a good day here, but I hope all of you had a really happy Thanksgiving. Um, Yeah, really happy Thanksgiving. Hold on one second. All right. Sorry, just getting this out here. Just getting it out here. All right. All right, all right, all right. Now we're good. Okay, anyway, so I hope all of you guys had a very, very happy Thanksgiving and uh, enjoyed your day aside from, uh, if you're a State fan listening to this or watching this aside from the game it, uh, itself, um, hope you all had a th- happy Thanksgiving. Second point of order as we get started. I feel, for some reason, like absolute garbage. Um, I, I feel terrible. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. It's not a hangover. I didn't drink today. I didn't do any of that. I feel terrible. So please bear with me tonight. Again, I know I said this last week, right? Like the same issues uh, arise last week, but um, please bear with me tonight, guys. I feel like complete and total garbage. So and it's not because I watch the Saints, too, because uh, they suck. But, no, I, I just feel God, God awful. So please bear with me as uh, as I try to get through this with you guys. You can probably hear it. You can probably hear it. I, I just want to die. So uh, we'll get through this together one way or the other. Ole Miss 31, Mississippi State 21, the final tonight. I didn't even bother streaming on Twitter. This is just a YouTube stream, so I don't even have to go through the spiel. So you guys know the drill by now. Comment, hop in. Uh, we'll go for however long you guys feel like going. We'll go for however long you guys feel like going tonight, uh, reacting to the Egg Bowl. We'll talk the old Miss side of things, obviously. Uh, they're the winning team, so we're going to talk about the old Miss side of things. We're uh, going to look at the big picture both seasons. Ole Miss, uh, first time they've ever had 10 wins in a regular season, ever. First time ever. Um, 
I, I said this on Twitter, and it bears repeating here. If you would have told me in December of 2019, if you would have told me in December of 2019 that in November of 2021, Lane Kiffin would have just won 10 games and Ole Miss will be guaranteed a spot in an access bowl, I would have laughed. I would have laughed. There is no way in hell, in my opinion, or in my opinion at the time, obviously it happened, so my opinion is irrelevant now, but uh, there is no way in hell I would have believed you at all. No way in hell I would have believed you in November of 2019 that Ole Miss football would be sitting in this position right now. Zero percent. I would have audibly laughed. There is no way the program that Lane Kiffin took over, no way the program that he took over should be sitting in the position they're currently sitting. But yet here they are. There is no way that they should be here, and yet here they are. Um, This is the greatest season that Ole Miss has had in modern Ole Miss football history. Obviously, things have changed with um, the amount of regular season games. So you have to, you know, I mean, they won a national championship in the 60s, right? Uh, They claim a couple more. So this isn't the greatest regular season of all time in school history, but modern Ole Miss football history, the number says it is the greatest season that Ole Miss football has ever had in the regular season. Undefeated at home. 10 wins in the regular season. You beat your rival at the end of the year. You're about to put a quarterback in the first round of the NFL draft. Um, it's just a remarkable coaching job. It is an unbelievably remarkable coaching job uh, from Lane Kiffin. Uh, DJ Durkin as well. Not the entire staff, really. Uh, but the, the way that Ole Miss has played defense the last seven weeks is why they've won what, six of the last seven games is because they've played great defense, and even in the one loss, they played great defense in the second half. They battled through injury. I mean, holy hell, the injury situation for Ole Miss this season was insane. You lose your starting tight end. You lose probably your best offensive lineman for the year. At some point, um, all three of your best receivers went down with injury, and Matt Crowell played through an ankle that he could barely walk on during the week for a few weeks there, and yet here they sit. The coaching job that w- that has been done by Lane Kiffin and, and his staff, I-, I cannot believe it. I, I mean, it happened. It's sitting in front of us. It happened. I can't believe that it happened because the program that he took over in December of 2019 should not be here, and yet here they are. It's an incredible coaching job. There's no other way to spin it. So uh, for Mississippi State, um, I will get into this a little bit stronger later, but um, if I would have told you going into the season, you're going to beat Texas A&M in College Station, you're going to beat Auburn in Auburn, and you're going to go 7-5, and five, you guys would have taken it. Don't let the outcome of an Egg Bowl distract you from what your expectations were going into the season. And what the season became. We'll get to more of that a a little bit later. But you guys know this by now. These reaction shows are all about you. So your comments are going to drive the conversation. Uh, That's how it's going to be. And by the way, I'm going to do another one of these Saturday night. So I'm not going to be live with you tomorrow morning. This is going to serve as the Friday morning stream. Not going to be with you tomorrow morning. uh, But I will do one Saturday night after uh, the rivalry games. So if you're new here, and I know some of you are. uh, The numbers say that some of you are. If you are new here. Uh, please just comment because we do these reaction things and it's all about you. I've got a plan a little bit, but it's all about you. 
So whatever you've got to say goes. And uh, a lot more of you are here now than were in the beginning. So two things. First of all, I'm incredibly thankful for all of you. Hope you had a great day. Very happy Thanksgiving. A safe one. I know the weather stunk. Uh, It ruined. I I was smoking a turkey and it it didn't ruin it and ended up turning out pretty well, but it ruined the process. Uh, So I hope you all had a a really safe and and happy day. And I'm thankful for all of you. The audience on the live stream is is quite small. Truthfully, it's really small. But uh, I've had a lot of fun with you guys. This little side thing that I'm doing next to the radio show um, is a lot of fun. And it's because of you guys. And I appreciate you very much. And there's not a lot of you, but all of you are great. And thank you. And also, I feel like garbage. So please just bear with me. All right. I feel terrible. Fireman, just keeping it simple, says Hotty Toddy. Chase, happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. And he, uh, Chase, I believe you're a state fan, right? He said, well, I think this game boils down to another week of what state didn't do compared to the opponent. Corral was good. Sam Williams was an animal, but state left four drop touchdown passes and two missed field goals. Yeah, they... I think Ole Miss was the better team tonight. I think it's fair to say that, of course. I mean, they won the game by 10. Ole Miss was the better football team tonight. More importantly, they played a cleaner game. Crowell's interception late made the game a little uncomfortable there for a bit. And it was the rare uh, bad read from him. Only his fourth interception this season in four separate games. So he's really protected the football well. Um, But aside from that, Ole Miss played cleaner. State had those, I mean, right before the half. My gosh, that sequence right before the half. Three straight dropped touchdown passes followed by a missed field goal uh, to go into the half down by four instead of at least down by one, but you should have been up by three going into the half there, and you weren't. Uh, Penalties were bad. Uh, State made a lot of mistakes there. Um, Ole Miss played cleaner tonight, and they weren't perfect either. I mean, they had some penalties themselves a uh, couple drops mixed in there, the aforementioned corral interception. Uh, but State's mistakes were more costly in this game. And, and that's kind of been the story of their season. When they don't do things like that, they win. When they do things like that, as you saw tonight, they lose. And Jason says, well, Jason's also a State fan, says, well, no, Will Rogers is not as good as Matt Corral yet. Two, Ole Miss fake cramps suck. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, that's really hard to watch. And the problem with it, Jason, is it works. That's the problem with it, is it works. I don't like it. I mean, I've, I've got a, a group message with a couple of friends, and, and both of them are Ole Miss fans, and they don't like it. Uh, it's, it's I don't, I don't like it. But it works. They did that, and then State dropped three passes and missed the field goal. It stopped a momentous drive. The problem is it works. And until they de-incentivize doing that, until they find a way, which they will this summer, I promise you they're going to find a way um, to stop that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I agree with you. Three, state kickers still suck. Yes, yes, they do very much so. Four, Leach sucks for dragging that out at the very end. Happy Thanksgiving. I do think now... we talked about it on the radio show during the week about Mike Leach against rivals in the response to his uh, awful record against Washington was the talent gap. That was what I heard. Well, come on, man, the talent gap, Washington gets play- better players than Washington state. Washington gets better players. I mean, how that's not fair to compare because of the talent gap. Well, are, are you, are you saying that there's one here too? Possibly. It, it, honestly, I'd agree right now. Ole Miss has more talent 
than than that of Mississippi State right now. I think they do. I think that's fair. I mean, there's reason Ole Miss won 10 games in State 7, right? Uh, between other things. But is is that going to be the excuse here? When can we start thinking about and having the conversation of Mike Leach against rivals? Why can't he beat his rival? He's now 0 for his last 8 against his in-state rival at the end of the season. What was it? 0 for the last 6 against Washington and now has lost two Egg Bowls. I think it it's fair now to to wonder why that is. Because I don't think you can just use talent gap here. I don't think so. So that's a fair question to ask now. Chase continued, by the way, to say other than Bama, they weren't beaten, in quotes, by anyone they played. Ole Miss made the plays when they had them. State didn't. Again, can't chalk it up more. Chalk it up too much more than that. See, and that's the thing, man. That's why uh, over the next few days I'm going to – this chase is why I tell people to stop putting so much emphasis on the Egg Bowl. State fans, some of them are going to be furious today, right? Just unacceptable, whatever. Because so many people put so much emphasis on this game, they will refuse to call this season another big step in the right direction. And so you have a team that won seven games, have a chance for eight in the bowl game. They were close in damn near every game they played, except for Alabama. Um, The air raid is clearly working, maybe not as consistently as you like, but it's putting up yards in points in the SEC. And every skill player you have is returning next year. Every skill player you have is returning next year. You lose a couple of offensive linemen, one really good one. The state fans should be overall, yes, disappointed tonight. I understand you hate losing to Ole Miss. I, I know. I, I, I get that. But remove who you lost to tonight from the conversation. A, a top 10 team in the country beat you at home. Is that really the end of the world? It shouldn't be. It might be for some. It shouldn't be. Ole Miss is better than you right now. That, it, that That's just the truth. That is the truth. They, they are right now. But year two for Mike Leach was a step in the right direction. Will, Will Rogers clearly has progressed as a quarterback. And again, next year you get all your skill guys back. All of them. Fireman says, uh, how long will Leach stay at MSU? <laughs> Being that he can't win versus Ole Miss. Fans are already calling for him to be fired if he doesn't win the Egg Bowl next year. I, I hope people aren't realistically doing that. I mean, I guess I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth, right? It's it's fair to question why can't he beat his rival and also separate the Egg Bowl away from how you feel about this season. T's pumped up, says what I say last week. Give me all of it. <laughs> hey, you weren't worried at all. Not even a little. I sat here on this very stream feeling better than I do right now, but feeling like crap. I was in a bad mood. Talking all kinds of negativity on here about Ole Miss after that game, and not you. No, not you. You've been you've been confident. I mean, all week. Cold flu are the absolute worst. Post cold front sinuses. It's it's a lot of it. I, I felt it coming on a couple of days ago. It is not. It is not COVID. Um, but it's garbage. It is piercing sore throat. Fatigue, headache, sinus pressure, all that just stuff that 
like it doesn't knock you out for a few days because like I can still function. Like I cooked today and and hung out with the family and all that. But you don't want to do any of it. It's the worst because like you can still function, so you have to. Like I can't be like, hey babe, sorry, I'm going to bed, and you deal with the two year old. Uh, well, I'm going to sleep for the next two days. I can't do that because I can still function. It's the worst. Chase response to Fireman said, those calling for Leach to be fired are the same type of fans that called for Kiffin to be fired after Bama. Idiots. I didn't know people did that, but yes, idiots. Arz, am I saying, I think I got this wrong last week. Is it RZ? RZ music? I got to, if you're a musician, I got to check you out. Don't let me forget to check out your music. If you follow me on Twitter, send me a DM or something. If you're a musician, I want to hear it. Um, but uh, go to bed, dude. No, I'm not going to bed. Not yet. Not after this game. I'll sleep tomorrow. I'll take a nap when my son takes a nap tomorrow and hopefully getting better. Zach, being a good sport. Zach, a state fan, says congrats uh, to Ole Miss for pulling off the upset. Great to see underdogs win. So much parody this year. <laughs> I feel you, man. Worst part is having to work in the morning. I got to work tomorrow, too. I got to work tomorrow, too. I feel you, man. I am going to take a nap, though. I'm a kid. I, I don't have to go to the office or anything until, like, right before showtime since it's a company holiday, but not for us because of the Egg Bowl. Um, so I won't go to the studio until, like, right at 2.45. Um, so I'm going to take a nap tomorrow. I don't think you can do that on the job, but um, at least you get a weekend to hang out and watch football, you know, rivalry weekend and all that. Jason says, I told you on the big show that Lane Kiffin was going to be a monster at Ole Miss. Frankly, I'm more surprised that Leach turned it around this fast. Yeah, you know, I expected it it to be a little bit longer as well. I did. I mean, I said this on a a separate platform on Wednesday. I knew Lane Kiffin was going to be good at Ole Miss. He's a good football coach. He's got a reputation. Um, Some of it is unwarranted. The, the, The reputation that he has of he's a job hopper. That's not really all that rooted in reality. He hopped from one job. So, and I understand that that does precede you. He left Tennessee after one year for Southern Cal, his dream job. But he hadn't done that anywhere else. I mean, hell, he was at FAU for three years. He was in Oakland for one year, but they fired him. Uh, You know, it's not like he chose to leave. Uh, So the, the job hopping thing is not exactly warranted. But hey, if he leaves Ole Miss after this year, it will affirm some not exactly fair biases. Either way, I knew he was going to be good because he's a good football coach. You can't deny that he's a great football coach. He's a great football coach. I didn't think Ole Miss was prepared for this. I don't think it – going into this, I did not think Ole Miss was ready to be this good this fast. This feels like miracle work, honestly. What a, what a coaching job. Wayne just being straight up says hotty toddy Will says hotty toddy defense was great Matt did a good job of managing the game didn't try to do too much made one bad throw but other than that managed the game well and that's a huge thing Will Um, his receiver struggled to get separation and downfield uh, throws tonight in part because State has really good corners Emerson and Forbes are really good players, likely going to be on NFL rosters in the very near future. So that's part of it. But regardless of why, Ole Miss's receivers downfield really struggled to get separation. It's a rivalry game, uh, 60,000 cowbells. It's raining. It's windy. It's, it's kind of crummy conditions. And 
you know, one bad one mistake late in the game. It was a misread. Great play from Jet Johnson, by the way. Uh, really baited Corral into that. That was a that was a heady play from Jet Johnson. But um, what he did tonight, Will, was exactly what you said. He managed the game, just kind of comfortably let it come to him as opposed to forcing things where it didn't belong. He showed off that arm a couple of times, that second and 22 throw over the middle. That was the kind of stuff that that's why he's a first round pick in the NFL draft. That throw, the going to second read and firing that laser in a window about this big, just on a freaking frozen rope, 22 yards down the field like that. I mean, that that's where you saw it. But like you said, what he did, was just kind of let the game he, – he checked down a lot tonight because his guys weren't getting separation downfield. Um, he's just he's just a winner, man. That's what he is. Um, I know Ole Miss fans have an infatuation, rightfully so, with the Manning family. But Matt Corral belongs in the conversation in terms of greatest quarterbacks that the school has ever had. Remember, he's going to be a first-round pick. How many other Ole Miss quarterbacks not named Manning have been first-round picks – you know, it's the first one since Eli, and that was a long time ago. So he needs to be remembered. I know most of you guys listening to this are Ole Miss fans, so you guys need to remember him as that great. Manning great. That's what he is. And after 2019, after he was playing, he got benched for somebody that shouldn't have been starting over him, playing in a terrible system, and those guys get fired. He could have gone somewhere, somewhere like Oregon, would have gone to Oregon if Matt Luke would still have been the coach at Ole Miss. But he stayed. He stayed and he stuck it out. And he put up gaudy numbers. And the work that he did from year one to year two under Lane Kiffin to improve his game so much, to play the way he did injured. I mean, you guys saw that that four or five week stretch when he couldn't really get into his throws because his plant foot hurt so bad, um, battled through injury, overcame adversity with weapons, completely changed. I mean, it just that guy needs to be remembered by you as Manning great. Like you talk about him forever like immortalized in your stadium. That's the kind of career that he had at Ole Miss. He could have left. I would have advised him to leave. He was dealt a bad hand at Ole Miss, and he stuck it out, and look at what happened. Keith Carter made the right hire, and it unlocked his ability that was always there. He grew up, clearly grew up a lot, and look at what happened. It's going to be a first-round pick. Some NFL team, I swear, some NFL team is going to pass on him. And I hope, I hope it's the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> I hope it's the Falcons that take Malik Willis or something. Oh, man. Will, just with a compliment, I appreciate it, man. Said, love the content. Hotty toddy. Thanks, man. Rebel21 just says hotty toddy. Joe says, State made it interesting the last few minutes. Yeah, I hate the way Ole Miss does prevent defense. I hate it. 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 They give up. It drives me insane how much Ole Miss gives up when they have the game in hand and they're playing prevent defense, but they give up too much. They're 15 yards off the ball and then backpedal. 
on the snap. They just give up everything. And, oh, man, it is exhausting watching them play prevent defense. It's crazy. Zach, the state fan, or a state fan, says, of course it sucks. It hurts. It's frustrating to lose tonight, but you already did enough to call it a good year. Get the extra practices for the bowl game and focus on a tough schedule next year. Exactly. That That is, that is I don't mean to tell people how to feel, but that is how you state fans should feel. You don't like, you hate losing to Ole Miss. It sucks. It does. Of course it does. And Ole Miss fans will tell you it sucks to lose to state too. But when you look at the season in totality, a lot of good things happen for State. Zach, I think it's fair to ask, though, man. He said, I hate the Leach can't win rivalry games takes that are already popping up. I think it's fair to ask why he struggles so bad in them. Maybe there's a reason. There, there is a reason. Um, but it's fair to ask. Jason says, very happy with Leach. Frankly, after the Louisiana Tech and Memphis games, I thought uh, we'd win three or four at best. By the way, no weather complaining. It was 35 degrees with 40 wind here. Oh, man, that's uh, that sucks. Ben's asking, am I biased or did refs and cramps take a toll? I don't think the game was that poorly officiated. There was a really badly missed holding call. A couple of them, actually. Uh, one was on an Ole Miss first down, but uh, on the flip side, uh, there was a deep ball that was thrown to Braylon Sanders that should have been called defensive holding uh, on, I think it was Emerson, and then the face mask that just simply, simply not – I mean, just grabbed him by the shoulder, just not a face mask. I, I don't think officiating changed the game. The, the cramps are annoying. The, the cramps are really, really frustrating. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. John, just another compliment. Thanks, guys. I have enjoyed watching you this year. Thanks. Hope Lane stays. Um, you know, there's. I've been talking to you guys for a few days now about how Ole Miss is seemingly prepared to go up over seven. Apparently now there's talk that Ole Miss is prepared to go up over eight. Um, and in that case, Lane's going to stay, and he might be there for a while. <laughs> if Ole Miss is willing to commit $400 million into facilities and $8 million into Lane Kiffin, then I mean, you know, I've been making fun of like the the Penn State contract for Franklin and the Tucker contract at Michigan State. Um, I mean, Ole Miss just had their most successful season ever. Will eight be an overpay if that's what they do? Yeah. Will it be out of fear of him leaving? Yeah. Do I think you will get a good ROI on that investment? Also, yeah. Yeah. Ole Miss is more attractive than it's ever been right now. If it costs you eight to keep going, then damn it, you got to do it. (laughs) You got to do it. Cody says, congrats to Ole Miss, but Hale stayed always. State made too many mistakes, but Ole Miss has got to stop these ridiculous fake cramps. Um, Ole Miss has now become a meme for it. Yeah, they have. Kyle says, enormous Ole Miss fan here. The fake injuries are embarrassing. Leach is a good coach, not a great coach in a league of great coaches. That is uh, that is Kyle. Jason says, Ole Miss absolutely has better talent on the lines of scrimmage for now. Yeah, Ole Miss was the more physical team tonight. I mean, you saw it, right? Um, Sam Williams uh, absolutely feasted in this game. Uh, he has made himself a lot of money. And uh, poor Scott Lashley, he had, uh, he had a hard time. 
he had a hard time with Sam Williams tonight. And the thing about Sam Williams this season is he broke the Ole Miss sack record. What does he have, 13 now on the season? Something like that. He had two tonight. I think it's 13 and a half sacks. All with three men front. He he did the did this while they were running a three two six scheme. Um, so most of the time, it was a three man front, and they were bringing three, and he broke the sack record in at an SEC school. Um, that guy has been through a lot. My uh, my friend Brian Scott Rippey wrote a story about him a, a while ago about his upbringing and his past, and uh, boy, he's been through it. He's had he had a really hard life, a really hard upbringing. Uh, one of those that you're surprised that he got out of it. When I read, when I see Sam Williams make plays, I think back to that story, and, and it surprises me that he's there. Um, but then again, when you hear him talk, it doesn't. I mean, he's a resilient kid, but uh, that what he went through would have probably broken me. Um, that kid's been through it, and then some. And to to see him have the year that he's had, and he's going to be playing in the NFL next year. Uh, I mean, he's made himself more and more money. I mean, 13 and a half sacks in the SEC, uh, while also being good against the run. That's the thing. He's not just a pass rushing specialist. He's physical. Um, and he was dominant tonight. I think Cedric Johnson did a good job. He didn't show up on the stat sheet much, but he did a good job. Chance Campbell was was great uh, for Ole Miss tonight. Uh, they were more physical. Ole Miss was able to to run the football a little bit against a, a state team that is really good against it. I mean, Ole Miss had 160 yards rushing. It's only on 3.5 per carry, but they were able to have success doing it. And some of those carries were down on the goal line where they were trying to get this many yards. Um, That's a state defense that doesn't give up 160 yards rushing uh, very often. And uh, they did tonight. Ole Miss was the the better team. They, uh, They were the better football team tonight. They were. Ben says State should have beat Ole Miss last year. Bad turnover changed the game. State in the last two Egg Bowls has made more mistakes than Ole Miss. Ole Miss has been the more um, disciplined team. They're making fewer and fewer mistakes than than Mississippi State, and and there's your difference. That was your difference tonight. Ole Miss made fewer mistakes, and that was your difference last year. Ole Miss made fewer mistakes. They executed. Chase's people will completely lose the fact that Arkansas was a win except for a phantom call. LSU was two DBs running into each other. Ole Miss was a drop touchdowns, missed field goals. Memphis was Memphis. It's not a reach. Um, no, it's not. I mean, they, they were close, man. So close yet so far away, but they were very close. They were very, very close. Should give you optimism for the future. Dave says, why wouldn't you fake injuries? Works every time. Ole Miss whipped them like a rented mule. Um, I don't know. Uh, sometimes there are certain ways you don't like to win. I don't know. It, it's do you really want to win like that? I guess it's all that. I mean, it's all that matters, right? As long as it works. But anyway, Joe says Leach is an excellent coach. Give him some time. Ole Miss fan here. Thanks for hanging in there, Michael. Get well. I will try my best. Uh, Wilson, is it easier or harder? only to having cover one game where both teams play at once or two games where they play at different times. Uh, this is this is more difficult, I think, because after this game, mostly Ole Miss fans want to hear it. You know what I mean? So if I sit here and talk about what State did wrong in State season and all that, the more the people that are more inclined to want to consume this 
will leave. I don't know. I would rather have two separate games to talk about separately as opposed to one game where it's two different teams and two different fan bases wanting to consume content and hear about their team. Anyway, maybe I'm overthinking that. I don't know. I would rather have two games at two separate times, personally. Will says, is it just me or has Matt Corral not been able to hit the deep ball? It just feels like it's been over a month since he's had an accurate deep ball. Well, tonight, State really took that away. They, they weren't open. There was no separation tonight. Uh, and Texas A&M really largely took that away, although he did miss a wide open one uh, earlier. The explanation he gave last week for that was, since it's been his left ankle that's been hurt and really hurt, it's been his left ankle, he has not been able to step into his throws the way he wants to because he has to get into his left ankle, which has been hurting. So he's having to throw these deep balls mostly off his back foot because he doesn't want to lean into his injured ankle. And that's why he's been inconsistent throwing the deep ball. That's what he said last week. But tonight, they just there was no separation. They weren't there. They weren't open. Cody says, Leach is honestly a great coach. I'm excited to see what Mississippi State looks like, considering all of the talent is returning. Am I naive to think that we could be a monster in the West next year? No. Everybody's back. You got to gotta find a lineman or two in the portal to really take off. Um, but if you do that, then yeah. I mean, everybody's back. Everybody. You should feel really optimistic going into the offseason. Lane says, I just need Haydad to eat his crow. It's hot and ready. Oh, man. See, that this, that right th- I mean, for a lot of reasons, I don't engage in the rivalry stuff. But that right there, because what happens when you lose? What happens when you lose? I don't do it at all because, you know, I I want – I've got future aspirations, you know? And uh, picking a side in this deal, like really openly picking a side would be bad for my future here, if I want to have one. Gil's asking, does the Egg Bowl matter more to the winner or loser? Well, it depends, right, on the year. Um, I, I think this year, winning this game and almost getting to an access bowl, there, there's more juice on the Egg Bowl besides just winning the Egg Bowl, right? Because this win guarantees Ole Miss an access bowl berth. It will either be the Sugar Bowl if Alabama beats Georgia They're probably not going to beat Georgia. I don't think they will. So when they don't, Ole Miss will be going to the Peach Bowl. So so winning this game means more than than just winning the Egg Bowl because there's extra stakes on it. If State would have won tonight, it wouldn't have had that much juice compared to that of Ole Miss, right? I mean, of course, you want to win the game, the trophy, all that stuff. I'm not diminishing that, but... There was more extra for Ole Miss in the win tonight than there was State. State couldn't play their way into an access bowl win tonight. Ole Miss could. A little bit more juice on the win for Ole Miss tonight, I think, because of that. I mean, again, they are guaranteed. They are guaranteed an access bowl. Guaranteed. It's going to happen. They'll finish somewhere around six or seven in the playoff rankings going into the bowl games. It's a big deal. John says, now they are saying Bill O'Brien to LSU as a Texans fan, an Ole Miss fan. I would love it. Have you heard anything? Nothing, nothing for sure. Uh, There was reporting that Dave Aranda is going to sign a new contract with Baylor. That tells me he was not or is not a candidate at either LSU or USC because there'd be no reason to sign that contract yet. 
in my opinion, if you were really a candidate. But this thing is really, really going to uh, heat up starting Sunday, you know, uh, starting Sunday. If it is Bill O'Brien, it's a, it may end up working out. He was good at Penn State. He got them out of the gutter that was left behind from the Sandusky scandal. May he burn in hell. Um, he did good there after that. I'll I'll believe it when I see it, man. I just I, I can't imagine with all that money behind them and the allure that that job is, they end up hiring Bill O'Brien. And all of you here are Ole Miss or State fans. If LSU hires Bill O'Brien, pour yourself a glass and enjoy that. Enjoy that. Because Lincoln Riley with LSU's talent would scare me. Bill O'Brien at LSU wouldn't scare me at all. I don't know if that – honestly, I don't know. I mean, the, the reporting is so conflicting that tells me that nobody knows, really. But if it's Bill O'Brien, pour yourself a glass. Because they could have done much better <laughs> than that. Okay, it's A-Rise. Is it Arise or A-Rise? I, 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 you've clarified it, and I'm still getting it wrong. So Arise, 90s and 2000s cover band out of Nashville. I'll send you info if you're interested. Yeah, man, please, please drop it. And uh, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, in my DM, I'd love to listen to it. I'd love to. Fireman says, Matt Crowell needs to remember for staying with uh, needs to be a member for staying with Ole Miss through the bad and the good. He could jump in the portal after Luke got fired, but he did not and stayed and learned under the lane train. And now look at him. I mean, that ended up being a great decision for him too. But you guys have seen the landscape of college football right now. Nobody's loyal. Not, okay, I say nobody. Loyalty is becoming less and less common, I should say. Um, he had no reason to stay. Ole Miss gave him no reason to stay. At all. He had no reason. He didn't know Ole Miss anything. He got a bad deal, a bad deal, in a bad offense, in a bad system with a bad head coach. Got a bad deal. He he owed Ole Miss nothing, and yet he stayed behind, worked his ass off, and now, look. He didn't have to stay, but he did. Layton says, after the interviews this week, the losses seem to stick more than the wins. Yeah, a lot of former players were were more hurt. Uh, not hurt. Well, of course they were hurt by the losses. Wins don't hurt. Um, they were more impacted by the losses. That's a good point. Yeah, we talked to a lot of former players this week, and it felt like they were more impacted by the losses than they were the wins. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Texas on Leach versus Rivals, our offense was absolute hot garbage last year, yet we played one of our best games in the Egg Bowl. Just didn't have the offense together yet, plus people out for COVID. And then tonight, I can blame it all on this, but two, I can't blame it all on this, I think is what you're trying to say. But two missed field goals and three red zone drops before the half is hard to pin on Leach. Yeah, okay, you were trying to say. Can't blame it. It is true. I mean, some state fans don't like this, but it's just true. Ole Miss this season... The 2021 version of Ole Miss was a better football team than the 2021 version of Mississippi State. They had more talent, and for whatever reason, people were doing the hand-wringing about quarterbacks. Ole Miss has the better quarterback right now. Can Rodgers become a guy of Corral's caliber? Sure, he can become that. He's not there yet. He's not as – 
And, and the thing about Corral is when he's not sharp, he's still effective. You, you guys see his elusiveness in the run game, stuff like that. Um, Ole Miss had the better quarterback. Sorry, it's, it's just the truth, guys. Uh, and they were more talented. They were the better team this year. And so losing this game to a top 10 team is nothing to be mad about. But you know how people are, man. They're going to be. Because it's the rivalry, of course. But people are going to make too much out of this. When in reality, if you just look at it on paper, Ole Miss should have won the game tonight. I know they weren't the Vegas favorite. I picked against Ole Miss like an idiot. Look at how wrong I am. I'm wrong all the time, guys. I picked State on the show. I thought they were in better form. And look at how stupid that was. Uh, it was dead wrong. One football team this season was better than the other. And that team won the game tonight. Sometimes it's that simple. Wilson says, saying this as an Ole Miss fan, we had some obvious fake cramps. Do you think the SEC will commit to making new rules to prevent this? It will be NCAA-wide. It won't be the SEC. It will be across the board. It will be everybody. It'll be across the board. It'll be Yeah, it'll be an NCAA rule. I expect it to, to change before the start of next season. Yeah, it'll be a point of emphasis or whatever. Zach says, I do think we were underprepared for a mobile quarterback, though. Zach remembers the state fan, which I can blame on the coaching staff. The only other one we really faced this year was KJ Jefferson. He had big runs, too. Also, the swing passes. State really, with the exception of a couple, defended those poorly. Took really bad angles, too. Uh, largely defended those poorly. Yeah, and the onside kick at eight minutes left. Mike Leach, what the hell? Were he, what was that? It was weird. It, did, it didn't make any sense to me at all. Jimmy says, wonderful game for Sam and Snoop. Yeah, man, Sam, Sam Williams has made himself so much money this year. So much money. And going into the season, Kiffin said, sometimes he looks like an NFL player. Other times he does not. Talking about in practice, his motor wasn't there. This season, he changed that. He changed that for sure. Keith says, I know MSU made mistakes, which certainly made the made the half look different, but Ole Miss looked like the better and at times even dominant team through most of the game. I hard agree. Ole Miss was the better team tonight. State made mistakes. The game could have been different if they do not make those mistakes, but but they did. But they did. Kyle's asked or says if Kiffin doesn't have a quarterback with running capabilities like Corral, does that limit his offense? No. Um, the thing about what he and and Lebby do is. They shape their offense to personnel and don't shape their personnel to the offense. So if they have a quarterback that's not as mobile, you will see a, a scheme that looks a little different, more than a little different, a lot different. So let's say that they swing and miss in the portal and Luke Altmyer is the starter next year. The offense is going to look different. They will cater it to his abilities as opposed to make him try to you know, be Matt Corral because he's not and he never will be. But we'll see what they do in the portal because that, that's where they're headed. They're going to try to get a quarterback out of the portal. West with the compliment. Appreciate you, man. Said, love listening to your post games. Borky, keep up the hard work. I will. I will. I'll be back Saturday as well because why not, right? It's rivalry weekend. Why not? Um, Jacob says, everybody's back on a team that is seven and five. Two miracle comeback wins away from being a five-win team. Not a good team, but... Okay, fair. Also, uh, a bad call in the Memphis game that 
if called correctly, they win that game and miss three of field goals against Arkansas and lose by three. Oh, this isn't fair. He said, Bork, you don't have to pick a side. We all already know what's understood and got to be explained. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's not fair. None of my content is reflective of where I attended school. I appreciate you, though, man. I do. You you know it's nothing but love here. Chris says, I'm late, but H-Y-D-R, yes, sir. Jacob, Alabama will not fall below Ole Miss in the playoff ranking. Won't happen. The pri- I, I hate to be so – I hate like strongly disagreeing like that, but it's not going to happen. Alabama is going to win the Iron Bowl. Uh, they're going to have the same number of losses as, as Ole Miss, and they will have a dominant win over Ole Miss. They will not fall below Ole Miss. Why? It, it won't go down like that. I'm I'm fully prepared to eat crow if that does happen, but I I don't see a situation where Alabama drops below Ole Miss. Jimbo says hotty toddy and happy Thanksgiving. Come on, Borky, give the Rebs some love. You afraid? I'm not afraid of Hey Dad. I just he and I approach. This is not a negative. This is not a positive. It's just how it is. He and I approach what we do differently. That's all. Just different. I'm not afraid of them. I just I have chosen to go about my career the way that I do. That's all. Wilson says, besides winning dirty, I hate the cramps because it's a free timeout to the other team, and I feel like it will eventually come back to bite the team that does it. It worked tonight. Texas, do we look back at college football in 80 years and see 80% of current head coaches somehow being attached to the same coaching tree? Um, Look at the SEC. So, I mean, if Billy Napier gets hired at Florida, which most people seem to think will happen, you'll have, obviously, Nick Saban at Alabama. You'll have Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, Jimbo at A&M. Billy Napier at Florida. I mean, Saban disciples everywhere. The whole damn league is going to be, soon is going to be a Saban disciple. It's crazy what's going on here. Um, Kirby Smart, obviously, Saban disciple. Sam Pittman is under Kirby Smart, under Nick Saban. So Sam Pittman's part of the Saban coaching tree. In in 80 years, Nick Saban will still be coaching at Alabama. Craig says, overall thoughts about the season, talking about Ole Miss. I mean, it's the greatest individual season in modern Ole Miss football history, modern being the operative word, uh, because it is the first regular season, 10-win season in Ole Miss history, but that also comes with the caveat that they used to not even play 10 games in a season. So modern Ole Miss history, modern Ole Miss this was the best season in modern Ole Miss history. It was. That's how it needs to be remembered. It was a remarkable coaching job. Uh, the, the turnaround that the defense made in an offseason, really in this season, I mean, remember after the Arkansas game, what we thought about that defense? Look at what they became. It's an unbelievable coaching job. 
and the greatest season in modern Ole Miss football history. That's exa- that's what today is. That's what this season was. Jeff, I, I support you in that desire. Jeff says, and I'm an LSU fan listening. I don't want O'Brien. You guys can do so much better. So much better than that. Chase, I, I I like where your head's at here. You said it's real quiet down there in Baton Rouge. The reports in Napier to Florida, I'd be willing to bet it's going to be Cristobal or somebody not on the market like a Brian Kelly. Oh, Wayne, come on, man, said Borky, a Mississippi State apologist. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Come on. I think you can understand. I think. I think you're just pulling my leg a little bit, which I appreciate. And you've been with me for a long time, so you know I appreciate you. Keith, you're right. Corral has the it factor. Hard to put it in words otherwise. Yeah, it's what it is. It's just, you know how some people just elevate a room? When somebody walks into a room, they just command it. Um, he's that way on a football field. Just, just his presence on the field makes you feel more confident, you know? As a teammate, if he was just wearing the same uniform as me, I would feel more confident about my ability to win that day. There's just there's there's a, a leadership component to him that you can't teach on top of pretty exceptional exceptional um ability. <laughs> Zach, this is a few minutes ago. Crowell had more picks. No way he was the better quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. But again, like I said earlier, just heady play. Heady play from Jet Johnson. That was really good. He's becoming a good player. Really good player. Sid says, happy Thanksgiving. Michael, happy Thanksgiving to you. Hope you guys had a great day. Jimbo said, the game came down to quarterbacks. This year, Corral was the, was the experienced player. Rodgers will have the edge next year. 44 is a heck of a player for State. Matt says, best defensive turnaround in the country from first half of the season. Hotty toddy. Absolutely. The, so just in general, they've improved 12 points per game over last year. The last seven weeks, I would love to see that number again. Because it's more than 12. It's a hell of a lot more than 12. They have been special. They've been really special. Craig's asking if I think Lebby will be a head coach next year. I don't know, man. It feels it feels less likely than I thought it would be a few weeks ago. And word is Ole Miss is going to give him a pretty substantial offer to be a coordinator that most group of five schools can't touch for their head coach. So we will see. Good night, Sid. Glad you're with me, man. Joe, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Chase been listening, but grinding deer meat. Heck yeah, man. All right. I like, well, I like that. It's a little late for that, but uh, appreciate you nonetheless, man. Kyle, <laughs> Oh, you guys are going back and forth now. Why can't I send a super chat yet? Because I need 1,000 subscribers to uh, to receive super chats. I need 1,000 subscribers. Uh, long way away from that. So eventually, eventually uh, you'll be able to send super chats. Not yet, though. I need about 650 more subscribers. So maybe by next season. We'll see. Uh, do I think Corral will sit out the bowl game? Um, depending on what his injury is, if it's something that requires surgery, I could see it. 
I would be shocked if, if it doesn't, if that in, if that ankle injury does not require surgery, I will be shocked if he sits out the bowl game. He just doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. The only way he would, it feels like to me, would be if that injury is needing operation. I'd be shocked. Honestly, I'd be shocked if, if he sat out. Could be wrong, but I, I would be shocked. He's saying the batted down pass in the fourth was a strong indicator of the growth of this defensive unit. They got better as the night went on, too. Played more downhill, um, wore down Mississippi State's offensive line as well. State gave up more pressures and, and were more prone to holds and, and stuff like that. Obviously, sacks as well as the game went on. Brian Kelly to LSU would be a wild hire. It would. Would he be able to recruit well enough there? I mean, I guess the place kind of recruits itself, right? But that would be my one question. He's a great coach, though. I mean, I think he's a little bit overrated. Um, his production, I don't think, matches what people think about him because every time his teams get to the playoff, they get absolute or an access bowl or the playoff, they get just absolutely smoked like they don't belong on the field. But yeah, he's a good coach, though. He's a really good coach. Jason says, have. How have folks forgotten why Moorhead was fired? Half the team suspended all year for academic cheating. And then the linebacker broke. I thought it was a linebacker. You say D-line broke the starting quarterback's eyeball. Thus, you lost in the bowl game. Yeah, I saw some uh, national blue check marks say something like, Joe Moorhead beat Ole Miss twice and still got fired. Well, he got fired because of not field results. And maybe national people just don't know. Maybe they just don't know, and they never cared to pay attention. But no, it wasn't just results. It was quarterback got knocked out of a bowl game by his own player. They had academic scandal, NCAA scandal. Small one, but it still was one. There's cultural issues there. Any chance Ole Miss goes after Miles Brennan from the portal? I think possibly, but my assumption is that he would be down on their list. There are going to be some pretty talented quarterbacks available in the portal. Some pretty talented ones, no doubt. Jason says, I wish Corral was coming back. Legit uh, NC threat if he did. I don't care who it is. I'm ready for someone to crash the 14 playoff. Yeah, he's got too much money waiting on him, though. I have a feeling if he went into uh, into Lane Kiffin's offense or office and said, Hey, coach. Hey, coach, I uh, I want to stay. Kiffin would kick him out of his office and say, no, you don't. <laughs> like, he wouldn't let him. He wouldn't let him stay, even if he asked. Phil Longo sees Dawson Knox's stats tonight. Yeah, Dawson had two touchdowns against the Saints. What a shit show that was. God. Uh, I second TV'd that one, and that was a joke. Fireman, I haven't seen it yet. The, the only problem with these immediate post-game reactions is I don't get to see what the players and coaches say. So uh, according to Fireman, it looks like Matt just got quoted as saying he will play in the bowl game if healthy. That makes sense. I, I Again, I would be surprised if somebody like him opts out. I would be surprised. So anyway, overall, I think Barrett Salise said it right on Twitter. And I know a lot of state fans don't like him, but I think he's right here. The state of Mississippi has a lot to be happy about when it comes to the football programs. This was a good year. This was a fun year. 
It, it really was. A um, couple bad losses mixed in there. Really bad losses mixed in there. But largely, this is the season, the kind of year that we were hoping for when those coaches got hired. There's clearly positive steps in the right direction in Starkville, clearly. Um, It's undeniable they're taking forward steps, no doubt about it. And then Ole Miss just had the greatest season in their modern history. This is what you were hoping for, and you get to see it. So the year's over. We'll be looking forward to bold destinations. I can't believe the year's over already. That's uh, That was depressing to say out loud that college football in the state of Mississippi, in, in regular season anyway, is over. That sucks. But it was a good year, man. It was a lot of fun. And um, this is what you were hoping for. And I'm glad we got it. So a couple more of your comments, and then uh, I'm sorry. I've, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this anymore. My head is pounding. Uh, it's just going to explode. So, a few more of these. Kyle says, "I know we we're talking about the portal, but Altmeyer has been competent on the snaps he's taken. Right? He has. Uh, they may end up sticking with him too, uh, but there are likely going to be guys that have more experience and are likely more talented in the portal. I mean, even I, I know he doesn't have." that much experience, but like, what if Anthony Richardson enters the portal? You're telling me you don't want to try to go get that guy. You know, he has looked competent though. He's got some talent for sure. You're welcome, Craig. I appreciate you, man. They're not going to stop. Now that the season's over, the morning live stream is going to continue. It's going to continue for sure. Chase says, I think LSU's big push is for Cristobal. Then maybe see if Bob Stoops will come out of retirement then the safe option is Mark Stoops, which I think would be a good hire, even if it isn't sexy. That would be a great hire. He would do really well there. I'm still blown away by the LSU fans that don't want Napier. I think those people are insane for reasons that I've I've talked about a lot. It's just crazy to even suggest that you wouldn't want a guy like that. But anyway, good night to you, Jason. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, I appreciate you, man. Oh, they did? State got beat tonight? Eh, it's early. I still think that's going to be a really good team. They've got too much talent to not be a tournament team for sure. My firm and Paladins are uh, are headed to Starkville next month. Better look out. I might go to that game wearing my shirt that says F you all the time. That is their, their chant. I've, I mean, I think I've told you guys this before. Uh, their chant, I swear to God, is F you one time. F you two times, F you three times, F you all the time. I swear. It's on the back of their helmets. I swear. F you all the time. So, yeah, they'll uh, they'll be in Starkville in a few weeks. It's a good team. True. Um, like, people will just look at Furman and think, ah, whatever. No. Like, they Furman beat Louisville in Louisville like two weeks ago or last week. So, it still should be a good team. I'm not worried about them yet. Thanks, Keith. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you a lot. Oh, Kyle, we have so many leftovers, it's not even funny. There was like eight of us at the house today, and I had a 24-pound turkey, like a five-pound roast. Yeah, I've got so much leftover, it's not even funny. 
Austin P has a show us your penis chant. <laughs> uh, Coffee Jack's spin move was Corral's Heisman moment. Now he's he's not going to win it. He deserves an invitation to New York, but it'll be Stroud, I think. If if Ohio State beats Michigan this weekend, it'll be C.J. Stroud. And go look at those numbers and, and tell me that it should be somebody else. But he should be invited to New York. I think it'd be crazy not to. A guy on one leg led Ole Miss to 10 wins in the SEC. He should go. All right, last one, and I got to go. Anything more to read in between the lines about Simmons' rant? Is he preparing the fan base for what's to come in the SEC championship game? Possibly, or, I mean, I've noticed that with Alabama fans that I've encountered. They do have unrealistic expectations. They, they, they won a close SEC West game, and fans are melting down. What the hell's wrong with you? I mean, what a miserable way to be a fan, to stop being happy about wins over SEC West opponents. Arkansas, a ranked team. Alabama fans were mad after beating a ranked team from their division because it wasn't perfect. Like that's that sucks. Imagine, imagine fanning like that. I couldn't imagine. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate all of you, especially on this day and every day. For tuning in, if you're new to the stream, if you have uh, never watched it before, please subscribe. Please subscribe right here. Click the notification bell, and um, you know, check me out more than just tonight. Uh, that'd be that'd be great. Need to get to a thousand, so Craig, a, f- a dear friend of mine, can give me money, <laughs> and uh, you know, maybe make a little on this side deal. So anyway, subscribe, and uh, you guys are the best. I appreciate you very much. Um. Yeah, Zach, I know, man. <laughs> Take a shower or something. <laughs> Just wash it off you. Yeah. Uh, but thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks. I'll see you Saturday night. No stream tomorrow. I'll see you Saturday night after uh, Rivalry Saturday. So we'll uh, we'll talk then. And uh, y'all enjoy your leftovers tomorrow. Be safe if you're traveling wherever you're traveling tomorrow. I'll be back with you Saturday night. Y'all have a good night. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.